ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. This week, my guest is Lori Seymour. And Lori is titled, we give her the title, Innovation Alchemist. And I kind of find that intriguing because I think I'm the, I'm far removed from being an alchemist. And uh, so I'm going to dig in a little bit with Lori on that. I'm Janice Porter. I'm your host. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my guest. But first, I want to welcome her. So she's not sitting there for a little bit of time doing nothing. Welcome, Lori. (laughs) Thank you, Janice. I am delighted to be here with you. Excellent. So Lori is not only an international best-selling author and host of the Wisdom Talk Radio podcast herself, she's an executive coach, an international speaker, and founder and CEO of her organization, the Baca Institute. And I want to read this one thing Lori has sent, and then I want to get dig in. Uh, 20 years ago, she was honored to receive the stewardship of a special esoteric technology that accelerates the process of innovation and creation in individuals and groups. And Lori works particularly, um, finds value, uh, the people who find value working with her are professional innovators, thought leaders, product designers, company founders, and I'm sure business owners as well in a way because the work accelerates the time from ideation to implementation and revenue while also opening the innovator to new levels of confidence, peace and satisfaction. And I find this really far removed from who I am but so completely (laughs) fascinating that I really wanna start there with, and by the way, one of my favorite words ever was esoteric. So I kind of love that. Ah. Um, your special esoteric technology. So tell me a little bit about the work that you do based on this. All right. Thank Please. you, Janice. Um, wow. Where do I, where do I begin oh. is always the question. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the name of it is, doesn't even matter for people, right. but, it, but it's called Terea. Right. And <clears throat> excuse me, it was something that I was... Um, as I said, given the stewardship of, well, it's well over 20 years ago now. And more recently in the last number of years, how I've been seeing it unfolding within people's lives is that they get connected with themselves in a certain kind of way. That is how I'm understanding it now. It is, uh, it gives them the ability to access their own, what I call creative intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I want to take creativity out of the parameters of the, you know, the poets, the singers, the artists, the, because how we live life, how we create our businesses, how we create our projects, that takes our, a connection with our own creative intelligence. And what I mean by that is, if I, th- if I look at how the, the research on uh, consciousness, that has been done really by the physicists in the last 50 years. What we know is that we are part of a whole field 
that has not been made manifest. In other words, it is there in potential. And we're part of that. So if we, start, if we have the ability to tap into that field and bring into being something that is an idea, um, a process, a product that is ripe for these times, ripe for our own expression, you know, something that suits us mm -hmm. and that has the ability to solve a problem that there's need to solve. So, okay, this is fascinating in itself. So let me see if I understand because um, you're, I think you're saying that we all have that creative, as you said, in creative intelligence, we all have that ability to be creative within mm -hmm. ourselves, correct? Mm -hmm. um, we don't all know how to tap into that. Right. Okay. Right. Now, as you were talking, I was thinking though about my daughter. Um, she's very creative and she's in a very non-creative business at the moment. It's mm -hmm. very, very um, uh, left brain. It's, it's about security, security uh -huh. access in, in okay. feelings. And she's just taken over uh, the position of vice president of marketing mm -hmm. and, uh, and business development. And she says, but I'm not really a marketer. She said that's, I didn't get training in being a marketer, mm -hmm. but she's so creative with, with whichever piece of a puzzle she has uh -huh. that she sees things differently. And I'm thinking that that's the kind of thing you're talking about being able to do something that's maybe a little less, um, off the norm for something or within a situation that wouldn't expect it or just, you know, kind of, does that make yes. sense? It does. It does. And it's a great example because what we're being moved into right now, because we have been all year in a very different world. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just say it like that. Yes, and, sure. and so it, it, we are, we need to come into uh, some different ways of doing things. People have had to learn how, if they're not in the office, how are we going to do things virtually? How do teams come together to innovate if they can't be in the same room together? Because there's, there's a kind of an energetic magic that happens when you're- Absolutely. Yes. So one of the things that I love to do is to create ways for people to come together to innovate, to create. And whether or not you're like your daughter, a person that would think of one's, themselves as creative, mm -hmm there are ways to, to tap into that way of being. So okay. we, we, you know, and then part of that is the mix of people. Part of that is our own internal connection with that greater field. Um, and it, and it's, it really happens with your daughter's example when she's, goes, when she's put into a situation where, okay, I'm not a marketer. That means I don't have any old stories that I'm telling myself about it or things that I have to unlearn. I get to go in and look at it with fresh eyes. Yeah, and she she um, she's a self-starter with any, anything she does, and she'll do just as well with this as anything else. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and I, you know, it's just interesting when I talk to her about things because she yeah. is a marketer. She doesn't know it, but she is exactly. Yeah, because and, she's got that ability to see things that uh, can only be seen if you're if you're willing to take off the um, the blinders. Right. Now, you do, though, use the term, um, uh, I saw in one of the things I read about your work is that, you know, you deal with um, 
visionaries. Mm -hmm. And visionaries tend to often be the CEOs, the the people who are starting their own companies, and they've got the vision, right? Right. And they're the true entrepreneurs, actually, I think, right? Visionaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, we we use that entrepreneur word way too much today. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that business owners is a lot of the time the case. And people who are creating their own jobs is another part of the case. But true <laughs> entrepreneurs, you know, are the Steve Jobs, the um, Elon Musk, the mm-hmm. they're visionaries, right? Yes. And yes. Um, and so uh, the visionaries have the the um, the big part of their brain that's creative, right? They mm-hmm. see things that we don't see. Now you said that you can bring that out in people through this. Terea? Is it called Terea? It is, it is called Terea, but it's about, it's really much more than that. That's okay. a piece of okay. the overall process that I use. Okay. Okay. Because that's a hands-on thing, right? That's not, no, not necessarily. Oh. Okay. It is a hands-on thing. And it's also something that I do virtually. I've been doing oh, okay. twice a week for five years with a group of people who come together okay. when, as they can, it's a, it's a kind of a drop-in. Yeah. And, um, and it's live online and it's opening people up to that connection. Is it through like a meditation type thing then? It is through a meditation type thing. And I'm actually working with people during the time of their meditation energetically right online okay. so that, that things get accelerated and that, that connection is accelerated. Is that because if they're in a, a because I'm not really a, a person who meditates, mm-hmm. I've experienced it, but I'm, my mind doesn't sit still. I need <laughs> to, I think. But um, bec- when you're in a meditative state, you're more open to the subconscious. So if you're working with them, it's getting in deeper. Is it something? Mean, when I, people I, are in a, in a deeply relaxed state, even if their minds are a little busy, Okay. They are test learning how to create the pathways, at least. They're creating the pathways, I would say it that way into that um, greater field of consciousness that we know exists. Okay. And yeah. so it's not from their subconscious. It's not okay. from another aspect necessarily of them. Um, it's from that greater field. Okay. That, you know, that the potential, the field of potential. And bringing your own uh, vibrations higher. Yes. And yeah. bringing that it, by virtue of, of getting quiet enough so that yeah. you can receive. Yes. And the things I do and I, you know, and I, it's, it's kind of a little, um, a a little magic and it's not, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's what I have been, what part of my own um, technology, this, this esoteric technology is about. Mm -hmm. And so it's the results though, that I'm so interested in. For sure. That's what gets me going is because. Tell me an example of that, of somebody Mm. that, well, in very practical senses, um, I love a couple of things that have happened recently, a, a number of times, where people have uh, have gotten images that say, oh my God, that's my new logo, <laughs> or literally, yeah. um, or they have received an, a, a kind of a picture. I want to say it as a kind of a download of a picture that that is their new program with the different pieces. Mm. Um, sometimes it's a feeling of expansiveness so that people are able to mm, have a bigger picture of themselves and what's possible for them. And so often that gets in our way. We might have a great vision 
and be a visionary in, mm-hmm. in the way that you were just talking. Yes. But life gets in the way and, and there's so much noise mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the time of getting quiet gets you away from the noise so that, you, so that the signals can be received more fully. I suppose that's why for some of us, we get the ideas at three in the morning when we're lying in bed because- Exactly, exactly. That allows us to happen. We don't allow it the rest of the We don't allow it. We're we're so busy. That's why the shower can be a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what what I've done with this uh, Ture Meditation Live Online program is to give people a place to come to twice a week where they build those muscles. Okay, that makes sense. That's very fascinating, actually. one of the types of people that you said that you have worked with are product designers. Mm-hmm. And then I think of, um, I'm curious because I'm like a shark tank junkie. I love, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, okay. I love seeing what people have created and so right. on. And so I wondered if you have worked with anybody with something really interesting or, or um, unique that have, you know, has has happened as a result of you know, mm. went forward with it. I know I'm putting you on the spot. And if you, you are, you are, because there's yeah. some things that I can't talk about because they're in motion. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think of product in all sorts of ways, even it, the company can be a product. Sure. Okay. Um, someone that, uh, how, let's see how I'm trying to see how to, how to do this in a way that I understand. Their, their I understand. Product. And if I put you on the spot, we'll move on. It's, okay. <laughs> it's all good. Well, um, some people have a lot of expertise and talents that they don't recognize can fit together mm-hmm. into, into a particular company, uh, program, product. I understand that. Yeah. And, and the larger picture, the larger work that I do is about bringing that out in people. And that often happens much more in a collaboration space. And so actually that's part of the program that I'm developing for 2021 is yeah. about and a that's collaboration a that, space. That's, sorry, that's a note that I wrote down. Collaboration, the new norm. Mm. And um, it's from an article, I think, that you just written on LinkedIn or something. It was really interesting that um, I know that I love working one-on-one with people, whether it's, um, you know, as simple as teach, giving them a strategy for building referrals through sending out cards, mm-hmm. or whether it's the strategy that we create for them on LinkedIn, because those are the two pieces of, of what I do. Um, and you're so brilliant at it, and you have well, been so helpful to me. Well, thank you. I, I wasn't looking for for no, no. I, 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 I know you weren't. I mean, it's, but but it's was, my, you know, it, it's it's the truth. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but what I love is that sometimes, you know, in conversation with people and trying to bring out what we want to put on their LinkedIn mm-hmm. profile, things start to develop, and I'm like, well, why haven't you ever thought of that or whatever? Well, that goes yeah. with that, and they go, oh my god, I've never thought of that. So it, it's fun to bring things out in people. And I, and you do that probably, you know, 10 X what I do, but it's a fascinating thing to see it is. the power that it gives them and the confidence they can have once they can see the picture. Exactly. Cause if we can't see the picture, we can't create it. That's right. And, and we each have our own style too. Yes. I mean, there's the visionaries, yes. but then there's the people that are the, what I call the bridge builders, the people okay. that love to, to go outside their own silo. And, and make connections. And out of those connections, 
something new gets created. Oh, we get to solve this, you know, hang up in our delivery model because we've gone across silo. And when I was working as a solutions engineer within the tech world. Oh, wow. So that's like a complete three. I know. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but when I was doing that, that was my most favorite thing to do was to be a bridge builder, was to say, okay, um, they don't want to let us build a cell site. Um, this was space and naval warfare in San Diego. They don't want to let us build a cell site on their property because they're afraid of X, Y, and Z, yeah. this interference. I know that that's not going to happen, and so do my engineers. And But we have to go way outside, this, way across the silos and bring in all of these people to be able to not only convince the one man that wants to stand in the way, but to take the Admiral into it and, you know, get them on board. And those are the things that are so fascinating is when you start crossing those side, going across those silos, you, you find a whole other pathway. Interesting. That brought a whole other topic up that I don't want to go into in this interview, okay. but we'll have to talk about it sometime. Okay. That's another world of solutions engineer, right? That, that, that's a different, part of your world now. It's a, it's a different part of my world, yet I, I see how it has informed who I am. I mean, I was a of psychotherapist course. to begin with. Okay. That was my original okay. because I was so interested in potential. I was so interested in what was possible for people. And, you know, and, and so, you know, all of these pieces are what I've built into what I do with people now. So do you see yourself more as a trainer or a coach? Oh, it depends. Okay. Trainer, facilitator, coach, yeah. uh, train the trainer. Yes. Yeah, but really it's, it's, then it, what I'm building out right now is this ability, is this program that brings people together so that they can start to do this for each other within their, they've got their own ideas or their own companies. Most of them have their own companies mm -hmm. already, mm -hmm. but it's, and it's beyond masterminding because it's, it's, First of all, facilitating that interconnection that people have within themselves and then taking that into a whole other collective framework. That, for the collaboration. That, right, for the collaboration. Right. To take place. That yeah. accelerates everything. So this yeah. is really a harnessing of that energy. So it's true, though, that it really does start with within. It and does. Before you can be yeah. that person to collaborate and be open exactly. to it. Exactly, right? exactly. Um, you uh, you have a, on your website, you have a, 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 a starter piece for people to see what you're all, or for you to see what they're all about as well, the, the um, Creative Innovator Quiz. Yeah, so yeah, thank you, you for bringing that up. Oh yeah, can you just touch on how many, I know I, I took it, but I forgot because I didn't have time to go back. There's right. different um, categories that it brings up, right? Mm -hmm. Can mm -hmm. you talk to that or not? Sure. Yeah, I um, want to know because there's well, that's what I was saying earlier is that that we each have our own style, right? But so often we're trained to to be a certain way. Yeah. Let's say let's say I'm a visionary, mm -hmm. and I'm and I get lots and lots and lots of ideas, but I don't know. But I've been trained them to, to be, reality. Well, but I've been trained to think that the only thing that's really important is to physically make things. 
Oh, okay. So I don't value my own visionary abilities. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I might be a visionary. And one of the things I have to work on is to, to learn discernment. In other words, I can have 30 ideas, but which one is the one for this moment? So right timing, which one is the one that fits me, that fits my own, I want to call it an energetic matrix. Okay. Um, and, and which one is the one that's really next in the, for this moment in time? Right. So discernment is one of those places where we, we, um, we work for the, with the visionaries. If I'm a maker, yes, you know, someone that every fiber of my being is happiest when I'm making something. Okay. Yeah. That's great. But if you think you're supposed to do something else, you're supposed to be a different way than that. Well, what about, not. what about the people who, who are, they've always got these great ideas, mm -hmm. but none of them ever come to fruition. Like, because they don't have the money, they don't have the time, they don't have, they don't see how to make it happen or they exactly. start it and they go off on that tangent. Yep. And then exactly. Months later or a year later, they're doing something else and nothing gets finished. What about nothing that? Nothing gets finished. And that's a lot of us are like that because we, we think that being a visionary is just, is, is for the idea. Okay. Now I want to, I want to introduce something, some other possibility here. Is it what if we could be inspired all the way through so that I keep that inner connection? I keep that, what I think of as inner guidance, really, not only for the idea, but then I, then all the way through, okay, what's the next step? Mm -hmm. And instead of going off into something else and getting sidetracked, learning how to have not only the discernment, but the focus yes, and the ability to have clarity about what the, what the, um, what the guidance is, what, what it is that I'm actually receiving. Mm. So I teach that. I teach people how to have that um, ability to stay focused, and not like, from their head, but yeah. from that deeper place within them so that it's, it's inspired action. And I it's like inspired that. action all the way through yeah. to, to, their, to that revenue. So we don't want to just have an idea and make it and then... You know, but that happens all the time, right? And that happens all the time. All the time. And then back to Shark Tank, you see the uh -huh. people who have thrown their house, their life and everything into mm -hmm. something that the, that the sharks say, you're crazy. Why did you do that? It's never going to mm -hmm. amount mm -hmm. to anything. Mm -hmm. And so, and they, and they're so married to that because they have so much invested that they right. couldn't possibly say, Oh my God, you're right. You know, exactly. And that, that's the people that, uh, and we'll probably recognize ourselves in this, they get attached to an agenda that have an agenda about something. They get so attached to the picture yeah. that yeah. they can't move out of the picture in order to get the next piece of guidance the next piece of that inspiration. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, it's great to be inspired. Yes. But how about learning how to take that all the way through? Yes. And, and in doing that, I think you become probably my, my, my thought around it is that you become a much more self-confident person as well, because I think confidence has a huge piece in whether you're able to, take something through to fruition as well, because you doubt yourself. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. And when you, here's, here's one thing I'll say. I've had to learn for myself that I, I'm not in this alone. And what I mean by that, at least first, first and foremost, is that there's a bigger consciousness here. And, and maybe, I don't know if that's something that your listeners can recognize or, or believe in or have, have experience with, but I'm, I'm going to count on that they have mm-hmm. one way or another, that instinct, that, you know, that gut instinct you have, that intuition, that it pops in. But when we start to learn how to not only ref, uh, trust it, but to refine it. Yes. Yeah. The, then self-doubt starts to go out the back door. Yeah. I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but I think you should, um, I should connect you with this friend of mine. I just did a mastermind series with her and she's an intuitive, um, I guess she's an intuitive coach in, in a mm-hmm. sense, but mm-hmm. she, you know, teaches how to hone that intuition as well and to work yeah. with it and, and, says a few few of the same things that you've just said and it's it's um she's yeah she's amazing and as you are in you've got much different um areas that you work in and different Mm -hmm. styles but it's true that's one thing that i've started to learn is that i know i'm in i'm intuitive Mm -hmm. but it's being it's listening to that intuition more and being aware of it right as well yes fascinating stuff and so um in the in the um, context of relationships rule, Mm -hmm. um, the name of my podcast, this really speaks to having a clear understanding of the relationship you have with yourself, um, really Mm -hmm. before you can then go out and collaborate with others. And, and I'm thinking that when you start to collaborate with others, it's important that your instincts, your intuition, your gut feeling guides you to the right people. To collaborate. Yes, with. yes, right. yes. Because your your personality, I'll put it that way, your ego, whichever, whatever way we mm-hmm. want to call it, um, can get you excited. Like, oh, they have such a big reach. I want to be with them. <laughs> you right. know? But that's oh, the wrong, yeah. You know, they made a, f- a million dollars. I want to be with them. And when you go inside and get quiet and see, maybe they're exactly who you need to be with. But when you get it from your own inner connection, when you get that idea, it's got legs, it's got ground. Mm-hmm. And then you come to them in a very different way too, when you go to collaborate mm-hmm. and you can value what they have to offer as well as what you have to offer and bring that together to create something brand new. So cool. So the relationships do rule because for me, collaboration is the new way that we've, we have to learn how to work. We have to learn how to be in partnership. Why do you say that? We've gotten, I want to say we've gotten in trouble sometimes by, by thinking we have to do everything alone. I've, and I'll say that about myself. I've gotten in trouble because I think I have to do everything alone. Mm-hmm. And that it's not okay to, uh, to ask for help, to rely on others. That's one aspect. The other aspect is, is that the the problems that the, the the challenges i'll put it that way that we have in this world today and that we have as we see moving forward are such that we need a big 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 voice and a big vision and that can't come just me by myself this is right. not about you know the individual anymore 
This is about how we collectively can come together. But if we, if we try and do that with um, a group of 20 egos, <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. It's so and true. You've got to be able to go beyond that, not giving it up. It's just it, to welcome another aspect of ourselves to the playground. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm going to admit I'm a bit of a Netflix junkie and I've been, um, well, God, there's nothing else to do these days, well, right. right? but I will say anyway, that just brings me down to, a, you know, a, a vegging level, a, um, vegetative state sometimes. Anyway, um, I've been watching this, um, for lack of a better word, soap opera, because there's five seasons of this. Mm, mm-hmm. And it's all about this very um, uh, Christian uh, family who own a church. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, one of those kind of Baptist kind of uh, great gospel uh, mm, singing mm-hmm. and big congregation. And of course, it's a business, right? It's a business. Right. right. Um, and they're all, I'm finding it fascinating because that's complete the opposite to how I was brought up. It's a different religion. It's a different mm-hmm. way of being this uh, way of being and so on. But what I, and what I'm noticing is that when the bishop or the, they have names and titles, like the first lady is his wife uh-huh. and then the preachers in the congregation and so on. Whenever someone comes to them to have a conversation particularly the bishop, he always says, first thing that comes out of his mouth is, how can I help you today? Uh, And it's really interesting because that is really something that we all, I feel, especially when we're trying to build relationships, mm -hmm. that's the first thing that should, yeah, we forget that. Right. Yes. And I, yes. And I'm like, you know, it's like when you go to a networking event and people, you know, you say, what do you do? And they just go on for five minutes. Right. Instead of yes. saying, you know, oh, I do this. What do you do? Because mm-hmm. that's really mm-hmm. what I try to teach is it's not about me. It's about you. I want to know how yeah. I can help you. And yes. if you talk to me, then I can find out how I can best serve mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So I just found this, there's a whole bunch about this soap opera that I'm watching (laughs) that is coming because it's relationship with family, it's relationship with other people, it's relationship Mm -hmm. with the world. And it's also this relationship with God and Jesus in their world. Yes. Yes. And it's fascinating to me because it's so far removed from my upbringing, as I said. And and no matter your upbringing, when we acknowledge our own relationship with God, with God, with all there yeah. is, with that field of potentiality, whether you want to take right. it from the, the spiritual sense or the, or the science. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, you know, that's my, how I do experience life. And when I'm willing to, to um, see, to see when I get an idea that's so far away from what I expect. Yes. It's like, Oh my goodness. What? I remember recently, um, I was in a, in, in, in a, I'm part of a, uh, an organization called the Evolutionary Business mm-hmm. Council. And, um, and I was at the very first time I'd gone to their annual retreat. And it's a three-day thing. And I'm sitting there and they're talking about this new program they've got. Well, it's not even that new, but they're, they're talking about it with the invitation. You might want to be part of it. Now, for me, it was just like, oh, of course not. You know, I have been you know, on, on my journey for so long, I have been a master trainer and this was a certified master trainer program. What do I need that for? 
Right. And then what I heard inside was, you need to do this. Ah. And we had this moment where we got quiet. And said, no, it wasn't about that. And it was like, I heard this. And it was like, really? <laughs> really? Why? And I didn't get the why. No. But I did get that you need to do this. And, and I was willing to follow that. Okay. And? And, uh, and that was, gosh, it's almost two years ago that that happened. Did and you forget the why? When you I, 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 the why has unfolded in its own way, in its own time. The why wasn't as important as my own willingness to just to, is to follow through. And so much has evolved and so much has come to me through that, that yeah, I guess I see the why. Yeah. And it wasn't, it couldn't fit into what my expectations were in that moment. Right. That's really interesting. And, and, uh, and thanks for sharing that because I know it's like, um, our ego gets in the way. Exactly. Yeah. And mine sure was. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> oh my goodness, Lori, this has been fantastic. And I'm sure we could talk again for another hour or so about, um, all that you do. Now, I just want, before we go, I want to ask a couple of quick things. One is, um, uh, you know that um, from the, the notes that I sent you that I love the term and the word curiosity because I'm all, always curious about everything. And you said you love talking about curiosity. And so I want to know what, what that means for you or what makes you, what are you curious about? Oh, it's not just what I'm curious about. I teach people about curiosity. Okay. It's actually one of the first parts of um, my inner compass program that is part of the potentiation process. Uh -huh. Because if we move out of judgment, judgment of somebody else, judgment of ourselves, if we get curious about why somebody's doing something or what somebody's up to, if I get curious about, well, isn't that interesting within myself that I had that response? Huh. then I, I have room to be, to move. I have room to uncover. I have room to do my own inner research instead of judging myself, which just shuts everything down. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that makes sense. That mm -hmm. does make sense. Um, taking that though, one step uh -huh. further then, do you believe that curiosity is innate or can be learned? See, now, yeah. now that's interesting. I haven't, haven't thought about that probably, but, and I think it's innate and it can be unlearned. In other words, we can be taught not to be curious. Well, that's and I think our school, our school system. system. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And our parents and our whoever, mm -hmm. and it's not to bash anybody. Uh, no, I know. Because now it's like, okay, and now I'm an adult. I get to, to see how I can be curious because I find I'm curious about so much. I'm still, I still find that curious mm -hmm. because I see it with people in my, my life mm -hmm. that don't seem to have curiosity. Yes. And, yeah. you know, maybe I'm prejudging and not knowing them. I mean, these are people I know really mm -hmm. well. And mm -hmm. so I, I wonder why they don't ask the question. I can't wait to ask the question or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And doesn't matter. Yeah. And so that's why I wondered, is it, 
is it developed or is it you either have it or you don't have it? And it's yeah. just, I've always, I, that's why I say, I think it's, yeah. it shut, gets shut down shut and down we can redevelop it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's all a part of engaging with life. If I'm a, if I'm typically a person that doesn't engage, I won't be curious. I will be, I will hold myself back. There it is right there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like that's what you're seeing in these people yeah. that, that yes. uh, are in your life. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. So thank you for that. Um, mm. And lastly, where can people find you if they want to learn more about Lori Seymour and the work that you do? Mm. And I will put it in the show notes. So just Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, right on my website, which is www.thebacainstitute.com. I start to say journey because that's what it used to be. Oh, okay. And BACA is B-A-C-A. So it's yep. all one word, thebacainstitute.com. And right there at the top on the homepage mm -hmm. is this quiz that you were asking about earlier, the creative yep. innovator style quiz. Perfect. Don't, don't think you have to be an innovator or do you have to think of yourself that way? Really, it's about how do you create in the world and what's your style of that? What's your most natural style? Because when you can acknowledge that and recognize that, then what you're trying to create happens so much more easily. There's flow. And that's partly that. I would say that's what we're after in life is to be in flow. Well, that's a perfect place to end. And I thank you so much for being my guest today and for my audience. Thank you for listening and um, please leave a review. Let Lori and I know your thoughts. And if you have any questions for Lori, please um, uh, direct them through her website. And I'll put all of this, uh, as I said, in the show notes. And thank you again for listening and remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.